Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Third hour of the program, Outkick the coverage. Fox Sports Radio, glad to be here. Glad to be back on this program for a couple of days. Clay's out. He'll be back on Monday, of course. He'll be ready to fire. And he's enjoying Thanksgiving with his family. Happy Thanksgiving, Clay. You, Laura, the kids. It was good to see you guys back at the end of October. Yes, I was at Clay's Halloween party. That was a thing that did take place. I was dressed as a uh, Harry Potter character. Yeah, I've just given up on dressing up for Halloween, I think now. I just Well, this was required and uh, I didn't want to upset Clay's wife. Oh, well, if she's if she if she's in charge and you you have to dress up, correct? Right. Right. I mean, everybody was. It's not like I mean, and I, mine was pretty basic compared to some of the things that were going on oh, there. Yeah. So. I would just I would just go I'd go basic. Um Yeah, by the way, I know that this is a topic we like to discuss because we do think we do Christmas as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I got my Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, no. It's it's life only has about 30 days left uh, in the house. So um, we got the Christmas tree last night. We got a great tree, by the way. It's fantastic. Um, The tree's on death row. And the tree is already on its it's, it's its countdown. Uh, For those who don't know. Um, we are, we are Jewish. My wife is not, we raise our kids Jewish. Um, but my wife likes having Christmas tree. So we get a Christmas tree and, um, we, uh, we give the kids one present on Christmas. They, they, we've had Santa over the house before. We're like, we don't pretend that the Christmas is not a thing in our, in our family. Christmas, by the way, way more fun than Hanukkah. Most Jewish holidays are no. all about celebrating like, like how we got over oppressive, you know, oppressive, um, 
problems in our, you know, like Passover and Hanukkah, like all this stuff is like all about oppression and how we overcame it. Christmas is not about that. <laughs> at least, at least, at least the, at least the, um, the, no, it is the, not the, the publicly celebrated part of Christmas. Um, so, um, it, it, so Christmas is fun. And so we get a tree. Um, my daughter, my little sweet little girl or four year old, she wanted her own tree. So she, we got her a baby tree. It's in her room mm-hmm. right now for herself. She was so excited to show me this morning. Um, is your wife going to throw that one out too? Uh, probably. So <laughs> my wife, so my wife, so to get to the point, my wife, um, doesn't, she moves things a lot in the house and she gets tired of stuff. And so she gets tired of the tree by Christmas day and the trees on the side of the, the road by 9 a.m. on Christmas. Tony, man, that year, thing is walking the green like mile. Eight, last year might have been like 8, 12 in the morning. Like we wake up and it's gone. It's out. And um, she is, uh, is that Grinch behavior? I don't know. I just think it's savage. But I think that defines your wife based on some of the other stories that oh, I've heard yeah, about her as well. She is. She's a savage that cub. Yeah. She's, she's out there without gloves. She's a yeah. lima without gloves. She is a lima. You're exactly right. She's a lima without gloves. She does not. She does, she's not caring. Uh, so yeah, the, the trees downstairs. It looks good. It's starting to drop a little bit now too. Um, very surprised. There were a lot of people at the tree farm yesterday. I did not expect that. Um, so we did our 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 pregame or pre Thanksgiving routine. Got a tree. Got some sushi. And um, now we're here with you guys. What's the go to sushi? So we have a place here called called Rusan in Charlotte that I really like. We've been going there for years. I've been going there for twelve years now. Uh, I used to go twice a week when we had no kids and, and wow, um, we had nothing to do except basically eat and go out and eat. Um, and you know, obviously with COVID, uh, you know, we try to support the, the restaurants around here as as best we can, and um, we supported them last night. <laughs> we had we got a lot of food, so it was uh it was a lot of fun to just like felt a little normal last night. We didn't eat. We took the food home with us, uh, but. We um, it was nice to like have sushi again. I actually, well, you you talked about me changing. We talked about it in the first hour. Um, I do sushi now. No, um, now look my, at you. Yeah, we do sushi. My my wife loves it, but we can't eat it right now because she's pregnant. So we have okay. to stick away okay. from. Well, she All can right. eat the she can eat the fried stuff. She can't look, eat the raw stuff. Okay, that, I I will. I, I know your your wife's in the medical field. So is so is mine. We ate sushi. The, my wife ate sushi the entire time she was pregnant. Um, but the, the difference is, we only went to this one place that we knew the fish was good. We knew, like, we went to get sushi the night before she gave birth to Alex because it was my birthday. So we went to get sushi the night before. Like, she had sushi, and our kids, I think, are normal. So um, I think you can have some. I know it's a mercury is the problem, but there's other fish that aren't high in mercury. So. I think you can still do it. Oh well, I mean, we we went to the beach in October and we did have fish, but we we looked at mercury content and yeah. it's just things that I've never really looked at before. I mean, here's the thing: like, is the likelihood that everything's gonna be okay if she were to have real sushi once or twice or whatever? Yes, probably. But is that worth the risk? No, not when we can live without it for five or six months and then enjoy yeah, it once again afterwards. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Uh, but we yeah, so it was. Yeah, my my wife is yeah. The sushi thing was she also moved the fridge the night before we had one of our kids born. Like she just was, she's not normal. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm just at least you've got your Christmas tree. But I'm, like I said, I feel sorry for that tree. <laughs> it's on, it's the tree doesn't even row. know what it's in for, man. It's not even gonna make it to the new year. Everybody else is saying, row. "Boy, 2020 is gonna come to an end. That tree is gonna come to an end before 2020 is gonna come to an end." Yes. Uh, multiple Steelers now. 
We heard Fenley in his update last hour, Juju Smith-Schuster. Now they take away our Thanksgiving primetime game for the same reason, SMH. Um, they had their bye week ripped and moved because of the Titans situation. Now the Ravens, that game's been canceled tonight and moved to Sunday. Um, Eric Ebron's out here saying it's bull bleep. And there's another guy. I saw three that have... Oh, Chase Claypool, what a joke. He tweets that out. So the Steelers are just out here angry right now that they're not playing tonight do you sympathize with them i do and i'll I'll give you the reasons why first of all this is the second ravens game they've had moved right they had the ravens game the first ravens game moved they lost their bye week they lost their middle of the season bye week um instead of having um and moved to week four bye week i believe right like which is not ideal you don't have a week four bye week so now they move to week four bye week and they're like look great we play ravens on thursday night and we get Five days off. Tomlin was going to give them Monday and Tuesday off. They're going to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. Great. Middle of the season bye, end of season bye would have been great, right? You play your rival on short rest. Think about what's happening with these teams right now. The Steelers, they're off a Jacksonville win. Now, not Jacksonville, but Mike Tomlin, as a head coach of the Steelers, has not had his team play well as big road favorites ever. They were one in nine hmm. heading into that game against the spread. It's a double-digit road favorite. They are, they beat Jacksonville, as they should, by a lot of points. They're feeling good about themselves. They have a Thursday home game. Ravens have COVID issues, aren't playing as well, have injuries. The Steelers are, like, are looking at it like, we're going we're gonna to beat the Ravens on Thursday night, and we're going to get a five-day break. How great is life right now? Instead, now they, they, they move another game against the Ravens to Sunday, they lose that long break they were supposed to have, and they feel like, look, we've done everything that, that you've asked of us. We've stayed we've stayed healthy. We haven't had a big COVID list. We haven't had to move a game for anybody, and you keep moving our games. We feel like you know, it's, it's unfair, which this year was always going to be unfair, Jason, so I, I don't feel that bad for them. Right, but, right. Um, that's why they're upset, and I understand why they'd be upset. I mean, Roethlisberger was on the list. He didn't have it. They had a close contact. They had like, you know, they had a little mild situation there. I think your last point is the one. It's like, look, it wasn't going to be fair. It wasn't going to be fair. Somebody was going to get short in the stick. It looks like the Steelers have gotten it twice. They are going to play the game on Sunday. I guess I understand them being a little bit miffed, but I guess you can enjoy Thanksgiving. Tomlin's giving them the day off. Yeah, but okay. See, people, people have said this as a retort, like, oh, well, they can have Thanksgiving now. Okay. I, let's let, let's be real. Would you sign up as an employee of anywhere you worked to get Thanksgiving off but work the rest of the weekend, or have to work Thanksgiving and then get five days off instead? Right. <laughs> like the idea that they they could do Thanksgiving Friday. Like they don't have to do Thanksgiving. They don't have to do Thanksgiving. You know, t- today like do it all weekend. So people are like, well, they could do Thanksgiving today. I mean, sure, I, I guess. Um, most teams practice on Thanksgiving in the morning. And they're they not. Get, and the, right, because their their game plan's already in. They don't have to practice. Right. Like they're, well, they're I mean, that's the one thing you, you do make that point, and that was accurate about even when the Titans thing happened. Like, the Steelers had been practicing all week, so it wasn't a bye week where they were able to get away. Uh, because some people do. I, I don't know how you handled the bye week, but some just really, you know, they'll take a oh, little I, bit of vacation with the family or something like that I, for a few I, days and just I've, get away from football. I've been to Turks and Caicos during bye week, and I've been to Atlantis um, in the Bahamas. This year is different, though. This year, you can't leave because it's a daily COVID test. Yeah, right. Yeah, but normally you That's can. a good point. That's a good point. So, the, so it wasn't going to be quite the same, but you can't. 
you can't deprogram your brain away from the game Correct. for a week when you've had to practice for four days because you think maybe there's going to be a game played. So I can understand that they're a little bit frustrated, and those are the only three that I've seen so far, but I'm sure that there's probably others because I know they were really ticked off on the Titans thing too, and some of them wanted that game to be given to them without having to play it because of what was going on. I mean, look, the Titans, we still have not seen an outbreak like that in the NFL yet. Uh, and, and, you know, Raiders way, pretty close. The way it sounds like... Um, yeah, but they got all those guys back to play, though. It's true. Really, um, the, the the Ravens thing seems serious, though, because you know they they've obviously you know they disciplined a coach who wasn't wearing a mask, it wasn't following protocols, and had symptoms. And um, I'm curious to see how this goes for the Ravens. I mean, this game has to be played, um, and if it can't be played Monday or, or I mean Sunday or Monday. Then you have to move the Thursday night game, which was Dallas Baltimore, to get Baltimore to play the Steelers mm-hmm. and then play Dallas. You don't want to leave this up to a week, a week. You don't want a standalone week eighteen game um, in this situation. So this is it's not good for the NFL for this game to be the one that gets affected by COVID. No, it definitely is not. And they're gonna they've got it Sunday at one fifteen right now. Any chance that gets moved again, do you think? I mean, I, I guess I mean, if I it got would, considerably worse, yeah. but hopefully we're hopefully we're not gonna have that happen. They, they say that it's probably not gonna get worse just based off of the contract tracing they've done. Um yeah, but Sunday one o'clock now we have an NBC game. How about that? First time yeah. maybe in a long ever, long time. Um so I'm kind of interested to see um, how that uh, how that product looks. Just yeah, what, what are we yeah. what, what are we going to watch? Well, I mean, the thing I will say that the slate on Sunday is bad. There were a lot of bad games. Baltimore Pittsburgh does add something. Unfortunately, at least unfortunately for me, it's at the same time as Tennessee Indy, which was kind of the marquee game of the early window. I would say yeah. um, you have Raiders Falcons, which okay. You've got Chargers-Bills. Okay, that's a decent game. I'd be interested to watch some of that. Giants-Bengals is atrocious without Joe Burrow. Uh, Carolina-Minnesota, not really interested there. Arizona-New England, less interested now because of the loss last week. Uh, Miami and the Jets, not really particularly interested there. Cleveland-Jacksonville. That was the whole slate outside of Tennessee and Indy. So now you got Tennessee and Indy and Baltimore and Pittsburgh in that early window that's the only thing that sucks there is i kind of want to watch both of those games in their entirety and that's not going to be possible unless i record one but if i record one i'm still going to know what's happened in the other one before i get to it then there's only three games in the afternoon it's like why couldn't we have moved it there even though i know kansas city tampa bay that's why is a major football game and it's cbs's kind of national deal the other two are new orleans denver and san francisco rams yeah I mean, you know, SF and, and and the Rams will kind of carry the West Coast in the afternoons. So that's good. I want to talk when we get back about the NFC teams. And you mentioned the Rams just kind of reminded me of that. Just kind of trying to pick who we believe in, who's strongest, who's most complete. We saw a great football game on Monday between two teams that will certainly be in that discussion, Tampa Bay and the Rams. 
We'll, we'll look at that game, the quarterbacks, all of that. And just a heavy NFC discussion coming up next. We hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving wherever you happen to be. We appreciate you making time for us this morning. Clay's, of course, is back on Monday. So it's nice to be back in this chair along with Jeff Schwartz for a couple of days. We'll do it again tomorrow as well. When we come back, we are. We're going to break down the NFC in a pretty good bit of detail and, and what teams we can trust because it is very, very wide open yes, in a lot of ways. We'll do that next on Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Hey, do you own or rent your home? 
Whichever one, Geico's got you covered. They make it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. Good thing, too. Having a home's hard work. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See how much you can save. Geico.com. Easy. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz with you on OutKick on this Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day to you and yours. Hope you're going to find a way to spend it safely, but spend it with people that you care about. Looking forward to seeing my parents and my in-laws. I I, I hate calling them in-laws, Jeff. Uh, I've said this to them before, too. Um, in-laws has this negative connotation to it. Right. Uh, because of comedy and all. Oh, i got to see the in-laws. And all this kind of like stand-up comedy and things like that. Like, these people are wonderful. Like, I, I love these people. Um, so I, I hate, I wish there was a better name for them. But there's just not. So I don't know what else to do. You should you should create one. Uh, you, should be the, you should be the leader of this movement. Okay, well, maybe I'll have something tomorrow. I don't <laughs> it's going to take me some time. Uh, so Ravens have more tests. Uh, yeah. This actually just broke. I saw Lock and Fora. I'm seeing ESPN. Some other people mentioning it as well. I don't. I haven't seen specifics yet, Jeff. Have you seen anything? I mean, I don't mean names. I just mean numbers no. or anything like that. No. Um, again, man, like this. This has to be played, and whether it's played Sunday, Monday. In, in week 18, like it's got to be played. So uh, I think the NFL is hoping that they don't, they continue to just maybe have a couple positives here and there or people that they expect to be positive that have already quarantined. You know, they've already quarantined people and then mm-hmm. those people have tested positive. As long as it doesn't have any more new non-quarantine players that are positive, then they could probably play. Now I'm starting to wonder if it's going to be played on Sunday, though. That like becomes is, a question. This is why you have protocols put in place, right? This is, right. This is why you and you follow them. And like people asked me, I was asked last night, well, should the, should they have moved the game? And I, don't, I don't. I'm not in charge of it. I have no idea. Like, if they want to move the game, move the game. Like, I don't, like I, I'm not. I'm not in charge of their COVID protocols. I, I have too much other. I have too many other things to worry about in life than COVID protocols of the NFL. So, like, if they determine they have to move the game, then all right, they move the game. Let us move from there. If we if we get any more on that, we'll let you know. We'll probably still be talking about it tomorrow, especially if another decision ends up being made. I imagine they wouldn't make it this soon. They'll they'll keep it on Sunday until the last possible second. That's kind of the way this has gone. They haven't made a whole lot of rash decisions here, which is why we've gotten as far as we've gotten with as little change as has happened. And even then, Jeff, like the week that the Patriots had their situation. And it was right around the time of the Titans and all this. All of a sudden, like eight games got moved around or changed. Oh, like yeah. all this stuff got shifted. Like this schedule so intricately put together through these algorithms and everything that they do that just a minor alteration can cause a major sea change of several things that have to shift around in order to make something work. Exactly. Um, and this one, again, because of the time of the year, it's a little tougher than week four. Just to, you know, week four, they just moved everything around. It's, it feels much tougher to do that now. No question. NFC, though, is what uh, what I wanted to talk about now because, look, the AFC has still got nine teams with six wins that are six and four or better right now. That's a pretty good logjam there of middle-of-the-road teams from three to nine. Buffalo, Indy, Tennessee, Cleveland, Vegas, uh, Baltimore, Miami. All of them are six and four. And then I didn't even mention the obvious, the Chiefs and the Steelers with nine and ten wins, respectively. But there's only a certain amount of games that are played in a season, so this is eventually going to work itself out, and some teams aren't going to finish 10-6. and six. Like, there are going to be some that, that fall off, and we're going to get some knockout games. Like, this week, Tennessee and Indy play. Next week, Tennessee and Cleveland play. 
Um, so you've got two right now seven and three teams in Tennessee and Cleveland. It could be eight and three and eight and three, or it could be seven and four and seven and four. But eventually, it's going to start kind of coming back down to earth. Then you look at the NFC, and you've got seven teams with six wins or better. Actually, no, that's not right. You have six teams with six wins or better. And then you have the Philadelphia Eagles at three and six leading their division. <laughs> That's why I got the math wrong because I was looking at the numbers and it was seven. And I figured, oh, wait, the Eagles are in the playoffs oh, yeah. as, as it stands right now at three, six, and one, which is just fantastic. Truly fantastic. So it's the Saints at eight and two, the Rams at seven and three, Packers also seven and three, Seattle seven and three, Tampa Bay now seven and four. Arizona six and four. And then yep. I guess you could put Chicago there at five and five. This is a lot of pretty good to good football teams that from week to week, Jeff, I just don't know who I like. If I was picking one, actually, no, I'll let you pick and I'll see if I'm on the same page with you. There's one team that I think I trust more than the others right now. But but who do you trust right now of that kind of logjam in the NFC? Um, New Orleans. Because they're the most complete team in the NFC. Their defense punched fabulous this weekend. And look, their defense continues to get better. The same thing happened last season. Um, they got better season one. The problem I have with New Orleans, just generally speaking, is the last two years they've underachieved in the playoffs, right? The two years ago, they had the Rams um, game they lost at home. And last year, they lost the Vikings at home. But when Drew Brees comes back, Hopefully comes back healthy and ready to go. for. They play the Chiefs in about three or four weeks. That's a game I think he'll come back for. Um, and the Saints, I think, are the team. Tampa Bay, if they can play up to their ability, then like they're their favorite, too, in my opinion. Um, the Packers defensively worry the heck out of me. So I don't know if I could put them in there. but Right. I, I'm okay with those three. So you went with New Orleans. What were the other two? I went with New Orleans. Oh, I forgot Seattle, too. Seattle's defense is so mm-hmm. bad, but they have Russell Wilson. Like, the thing about the NFC, I feel like, is it, you can have – you can you can just get hot. Like, if one – like, if the Packers just have a month where they play great defense or Seattle has a month where they play great defense, they're totally a contender right now. Absolutely. I mean, but you've got that in the NFC, like the same thing with the Packers, obviously, where you've got Rodgers, you've got Wilson, you've got those guys. So that's the thing, like the way you even said, oh, I forgot about Seattle. Their defense is terrible, but they have Russell Wilson. Like That, yeah. that becomes sort of a refrain that you can say about a lot of these teams. Oh, yeah. The team, the team that I like the best right now, I think, is the Rams. And I felt that way. I felt like them and Tampa were maybe the two most dangerous, even though, man, the Saints defense is really good. And they're playing very well right now. Question is, how many more broken ribs are they going to find in Drew Brees? Taysom Hill looked good last week. Uh, They did the right thing around him. And Sean Payton's very smart at this whole football thing, in case you didn't know. And he loves to show you how smart he can be as well, which is why Taysom Hill's been used the way he has over the past few years. I don't. I, I wasn't worried at all about Taysom Hill in the short term, even though I'm not a fan of just employing him and taking a Hall of Famer off the field as often as they tended to do. But eventually, that's not going to work. Like he's not a starter five years Correct. down the road. Correct. He. But in the short term, he can get it done. The question is, how long is the short term? How long can this continue with the Saints if he has to do this for six weeks? <sighs> 
I mean, we saw last year they went undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, right. I mean, I think he can last. It's a good question. I look at their schedule. It's not that difficult to the Chiefs. I, I would say it would, it would last. If, they're, if their defense plays the way they play, it could last a while. That's the thing is their defense played so well. And they're good at offensive line. Like they're good at a lot of places where you'd be, where you can survive with a backup quarterback. They have good skill. Like, they're just a talented roster. So Taysom Hill can almost play game manager, but he does have, he does have that kind of Tebow effect of being explosive right. from time to time, especially right now. Like Tebow did win games in Denver, uh, right, like, but, and then people got yeah. got some got some eyes on him, and then it didn't really work out quite as much. If the Saints are down, you know, seven needing a touchdown drive to win the game, I I do not rely on Taysom Hill to do that for them. You go Camaro there. No, I'm saying like I wouldn't trust them to win that game. Like if they oh play, yeah, they, you wouldn't trust them, right, right, right. If right. they do the defense thing where they play great defense and they're kind of ahead of every game, yeah, I'm all in on them winning with Taysom Hill, but not, not the, you know, not this idea of of like, you know, we're going to be down all game and need Taysom Hill to keep up with scoring. I look at the Rams and I say, I think golf is playing pretty well. I like the way he's throwing the ball right now. They're doing a good job. At keeping him upright, his weapons are there for him. I think Woods and Cup are, are solid receivers. I think Higby is a solid tight end, not just because he went to Western Kentucky, but that doesn't hurt. Um, and defensively, they've got a guy on the front end and a guy on the back end that are dominant players. They've got Aaron Donald, and they've got Jalen Ramsey. And I think that 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 right there, the fact that their defense is pretty quality is what, to me, separates them from the Green Bays of the world. Even though, yeah, you're going to take Aaron Rodgers over Jared Goff, but how many more points is Aaron Rodgers going to be worth if the defense is the way the defense is being played between those two teams? It's a great point. Um, the The Rams' defense is, is legit. I mean, their pass defense has been amazing all season. I don't think people have talked about it enough. I think they will after that Tampa game. Um, but offensively, it, it worked last weekend, but I wor- I really worry that Andrew Whitworth, their left tackle, obviously is, is out for the season, at least for the regular season. I worry if they're able to keep up the same pace offensively with, without him, especially when they get in, in you know, must-have pass situations. Mm-hmm. The defense two years ago for the Rams is the thing where they played the Chiefs and was that like 54-51 game yes, yes, or yes. whatever it was, which was so much fun to watch. But it gave you another kind of talking point if you wanted it. What's happened with the Chiefs since is, and I said this off the top of the show before you were able to join us, that the difference with the Chiefs now and the Chiefs a couple of years ago is, from down to down, I don't know if I trust the Chiefs' defense. But when I need them to make a play, they have guys that make plays. They've got the Honey Badger. They've got Jones. They've got Frank Clark. They've got guys that cause ruckus, that cause a fumble here and there, that make a big sack once in a while. They have a disruptive defense, even if it's inconsistent. Except for some reason against the Raiders, they can't do anything on defense. Like that's yeah, can you, yeah, explain that one to me. We I don't a, know. I, I talked to Amy I, Trask yesterday, and she said it's just a familiarity in the division. I'm just like, I don't know what the Raiders have I figured mean, out. I mean, that makes sense a little bit because the Chargers always play the Chiefs pretty well. Um, but yeah, the Raiders just have an offense that just has their number right now. I mean, part of it is... The Raiders' offensive line played so well the other night, and Carr had all the time in the world to throw. I mean, Carr had one incompletion, I think, that wasn't that did not hit a wide receiver in the hands. That was the the throwaway that actually should have been intentional grounding on their final scoring drive. Otherwise, I mean, the ball hit everyone's hands. I mean, he was it was he was so good. 
And I don't even like. I don't like that. Feels dirty talking about him that way because it's, <laughs> it's kind of like a, his. His. I just don't like his whole tool bag on social his media. Whole, his whole sensitivity. Is, his whole yeah. His whole being. Um, you so, liked him on Hard Knocks last year, though, right? He's just so goofy and awkward. <laughs> what was it you called him last year? A goober. A goober. Yeah, he's go- just gooberish. Just a goober. Um, and he played. He played great, though. I can't deny you know, the the goober got one. Well, Waller's a heck of a tight end, and yeah, they're using him very well. Jacobs is a heck of a running back, and they're I, using him very well. I think it's required to tell everyone every time Waller plays multiple times a game, though, about his past. Like I think that it, if oh, you it's ridiculous. If, if you don't do it, it's not worth even airing a Raiders game. Well, yeah, there's, there's some narratives that are worth. I know it's you're never not going to hear it though. It's a great story, but you're never not going to hear it. Um, there's 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 some things you're going to hear, like Myron Roll. Guess what? He also is a neurosurgeon. A like you were going to hear that, yeah, yeah in a road scholar. You're going to hear that kind of thing every single time. So I think the difference there: the Chiefs have a big play kind of defense. The Rams have a defense that's actually formidable. When you yeah. look at the Packers, no, I think Seattle made a good decision getting Carlos Dunlap. Yeah. Dunlap has three and a half sacks in two games. He just he just needed to be done in Cincy. And it wasn't yeah. against Joe Burrow. It was, I've been here for a long time before you guys got Joe Burrow. And I just want to be somewhere else. It's not like he all of a sudden couldn't play or anything else. That was just a, a yeah. new scenario kind of situation there. Tampa Bay has a defense you like, Jeff, because Levante David is oh, outstanding. They can fly, man. They're good. Russian yeah, passer, the, they're fast. They're good. Honestly, the thing that you don't necessarily trust is the relationship between the quarterback and the head coach. I, I don't know about this Brady Arians uh, thing. I, you know, Bruce Arians continually calling him out in the media and not taking any blame for what's happening. Isn't is, that weird? Um, is is not helpful because, um, you know, it's not been perfect. And Tom has not been perfect. But also, what's what's the identity on offense? Like, what what do you what are you on offense, Bruce? Um, what have you done to adjust your offense to help some of the issues that Tom Brady is having? You've done nothing. All you've done is go to the media and blame Tom Brady. Why don't you talk to him? He's 43, man. Like, go go call him up. Like, go see him in the meeting room. You know, the reason Bill Belichick was great as a coach is his communication skills were fabulous, right? He was able to... Um, he was able Which to, is hilarious to talk. I mean, but I'm talking about behind the scenes. Oh, right? I know, I, I know, I know. It's Not just like the, the public persona is right. that he has a commercial right now, Jeff, where he doesn't speak, and, and somebody's on the correct. sidewalk making decisions based on that. But but you always, I know and, his communication and, and, internally is and, good. And instead, Bruce Arians feels like he talks through the media when he should just talk to Tom personally and just say nothing to the media. Right, and, but at the same time, like, and this was uh, I, I've heard this talked about with Steelers. Since I do a daily show with Ramon Foster, he was in that Pittsburgh organization for 11 years, and he talks about watching the Steelers in the first half and the second half when they weren't being particularly impressive, like the Dallas game and stuff like that, where the first half was just dreadful. And they had Fickner, the offensive coordinator. And then the second half, Ben would just kind of come out, and he would go to the line, and he would just kind of look over situations and then make the calls on the fly. And it was like he was running the offense. Like he was making the decisions because well, why wouldn't you trust Ben Roethlisberger at this point in the at this point in his career to make those decisions? I assumed that Arians was going to do the same thing with Brady, but it doesn't seem like that. It seems like there is a clash here, and if you've got Brady on the field, maybe you just need to trust TB12 
to go do what he does. I, I don't know. I I don't know what the problem is there, but that problem right there is enough to get you knocked out of the playoffs with a quickness. Right. I, I feel like each I feel like each week we don't know who they are. Like we don't know who the Chiefs are. We don't know uh, not the Chiefs, the, the the Bucks. We don't know who the Bucks are. We don't know what they're going to be quarter to quarter offensively. We don't know what their what their what their staple is, right? Third down, what, you know, we, we need a yard. Who are we going to? And that's their problem right now. They just they're just they're not quite a complete offense yet, as far as knowing who they are, knowing their identity. It's important to know what type of team you are. You know, in in crunch time situations, what what are your go to plays? What are your who are you throwing the ball to? And I don't even know that yet right now, Jason. It's not good. Well, I mean, we we said coming into the season with the way this whole year was going to play out, teams that had continuity were going to be ahead of the game. Now, Tampa Bay has a ton of talent, and that might explain the way they've performed in 11 games, being three games over 500. But maybe no team saw more turnover and more changeover and more new than Tampa Bay. And so I think that this would have this was a tough year to try and make this work because it was going to take some time yeah. and it was going to take the kind of thing that they just haven't been able to do because of COVID. Sure, and I'm with you there, but also it's been almost three months now of regular season action. Like you, you, you kind of have to get it together at some point. It only takes eight to ten weeks to to get things going offensively with a new offense. And I understand this is a different year, weird year, but. This just feels longer than it has to be. Coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios. We do welcome you back. Yeah, so there's no Steelers-Ravens, and the Ravens have more positive tests per Lock Amphora. Um, we'll get more updates on that. Look, this stuff's going to continue to happen. There's no other way around it. You just hope they're able to play this game on Sunday because, yeah, this is not one that they – this is one that they need to play. This is one that they need to get in this week, honestly. Uh, I saw somebody tweet out, hey, this game's going to be played, but it might not be played until week 18. Yeah, that might have been me who tweeted that. Um, yeah, it was you. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe, but look, if you were to to have to forfeit this game, doesn't it feel like this would be the game? The Ravens, it sounds like, did, did this to themselves, didn't follow a protocol. I mean, can you make the case that they have to forfeit the game, or is that is that too much to ask, or too or too punitive of a damage? It's a good question, and it's one that eventually maybe has to be addressed. Punitive is a nice word. Solid, solid, solid job there by you. Thank you. The one team we haven't one team we haven't talked about in the NFC during this discussion, and maybe we'll do it when we come back since we need to get to the break. Is Arizona? What do we think of Arizona right now in the NFC? Um, where are they incomplete? It feels like feels like that's that's something that we need more than thirty seconds to do. So let's go ahead and take our break. We'll come back, finish up this Thursday Turkey Day edition. We'll also predict the two games. Uh, we'll let Jeff give you gambling picks, and then you can go otherwise since he's two fourteen and one, two twelve and two twelve and one. But it's I guess I'm including you're going to lose today. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We'll be right back. Jay Martin, Jeff Schwartz, in for Clay Travis on Outkick, Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years, and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Happy Thanksgiving to all of you from all of us at Fox Sports Radio. I'll kick the coverage. Clay will be back on Monday. He wishes you a happy Thanksgiving. We wish him and Laura and the kids and everybody at Outkick a happy Thanksgiving as well. Jason Martin, Jeff Schwartz with you. We'll be back tomorrow. Ramon Foster, my daily broadcast partner in Nashville, will be a part of the program tomorrow. So we're talking about the NFC. We're not even going to bother talking about the Eagles. We talked about the Saints, the Rams, the Packers, the Seahawks a little bit, the Bucks certainly. Arizona, Jeff. Kyler is... I, I talked to Michael Vick last week. He was actually on our show. And 
he said that Kyler's the one that reminds him the most of himself. That it's not Lamar, that it's... You know, a lot of people have tried to ascribe Lamar, but I think Vic sees himself as a little bit better passer, honestly. And he sees a burst and a quickness in the way Kyler Murray plays the position. And I think Kyler Murray's a stud. He's a little banged up right now, his shoulders giving him some trouble and things like that. And that was a short week against another good team in Seattle. Yeah. But Arizona, to me, I still don't know how I feel about Kingsbury. That's the problem. That That's that's my issue. Yeah. Uh, his late game coaching is not very good. Um, and that's the concern with him is that uh, we're still kind of not getting the consistency I like to see at the end of games. And I don't think he's a good enough coach and his team's not good enough to overcome some of those problems when you play a really good team in the playoffs. So that that's my concern about that. Like, I don't really trust them in a big game yet. Like, they, like they had their chance. Thursday night, last Thursday night, was their first really big game under Kingsbury. Like, like that was a huge game. National television, you're actually leading the division, and they didn't play very well. No, not at all. Uh, they, I mean, they've got great talent, but you don't want to have to overcome mistakes on the sidelines in close games, late Correct. in games. Like, I, I don't know what the Colts were doing at the end of regulation on Sunday. That last two minutes was one of the most baffling. We talked about time management, how you dog guys for time management, but they always revert back to what they know and what they can trust. So if if it's third down and two, but we're a passing offense, we're still going to pass if that's where I feel comfortable or whatever. But I, I can't explain what they were doing because really they were they made it very possible for Aaron Rodgers to win that game. Their defense kind of bailed them out after giving up that bomb. That That's just the throw Aaron Rodgers makes way too often. Right. Um, but I, I don't know what that clock management situation was, but when you see that kind of an issue, you're not really – sure about the decision-making processes that are being made in the last five minutes of games, that makes me put you in a second tier as opposed to a first tier. Right. And I'm with you there. I, I think there's just – there's really like no – I think the Chiefs are the only like super elite team. Like there's just kind of like – there's just like a bunch of really good teams this year. And that's why I think the playoffs yes. are a lot of fun. Yes, because I don't know what we – there are there are all the teams we just mentioned have a shot have a legit shot oh, yeah. they either have a quarterback or they have a quarterback and a wide receiver or they have a good defense and a good quarterback um nobody is just worlds above anybody else that definitely makes it interesting so two games today lions texans does it just simply come down to one team has deshaun watson uh, yes, um, one team does have Deshaun Watson, who you mentioned earlier in the show has been fantastic since since week three. Right, the first two weeks here they played Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm not sure the other two are in this order, but since that point, he's pro football focus, uh, their highest graded quarterback. He's been fabulous this year. The Lions, Lions are bad. They're very no, bad. no, no, and. Uh, they're without Galladay again, and their offense does not function as well without Galladay. Stafford throws for I think thirty less yards um, without. Without Galladay in the lineup, uh, yeah, he throws for two seventy five with Galladay and two forty one without. Um, and I just i I'll take the lion. I'll take the Texans minus the three. The, the only the only worry I have is that um, the 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 Texans defense is bad. Yeah, we're straight up with Dallas as well. We'll recap it all tomorrow on Outkick. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. 